1: lightness, and heartfelt shares.
0: We're so happy to have with us today the joyous and the cheerful Anka Koloji, who is a marriage transformational coach, and she guides women in improving and empowering and saving their love relationships. So welcome, Anka, and we're so happy you're here.
2: Thank you so much for having me, it's an honor.
1: Really delighted to have you here and just feel like diving right in with you actually, Anka, and asking you, how did you discover your sensuality? (laughs) Um, Well, I guess I can start with how I
2: define sensuality And um, most of us, I hope, we think of like being connected to our senses, right? Like the basic senses, seeing, smelling, tasting, hearing and touching. And how I discovered my sensuality, actually, we all have it as children, right? So this is how we experience life. This is how we experience the world. If we didn't have our senses, we would die. We would have no information, information about the world. So really, we all are connected to our sensuality as children. And then somehow life happens, (laughs) right? Like parents tell us to to be more grounded and serious and uh, more real. (laughs) And life gets busy. And now we have uh, the internet and smartphones and everything. And somehow we lose this connection, this beautiful connection, which is uh, really what makes us feel alive. And uh, we numb ourselves, right? Like we'd, uh, we'd, we have one moment and instead of being present and sensing what we're sensing, like we look into our phones, we binge watch Netflix, we eat a lot. That was one of my problems. This is one way I wasn't uh, connected to reality. I had some free time or I was bored or I was having anxiety or something and I, I would eat I just just to numb my feelings down so um, yeah so this is what I wanted to say that we all uh, were once connected to our sensuality and we are rediscovering it in fact not discovering but rediscovering and uh, and how I reconnected was actually after having my daughter because just watching her, right? Like if you just watch a baby, you don't have to be a mom. You just watch a baby, how they experience life, how they uh, put everything in their mouth, how when they see a leaf, they they can watch a tree (laughs) for an hour, right? And play with grass. And uh, parents think that they need a lot of toys and things to play with. But actually until they are two, they don't need any toys, zero. They just experience with their senses, everything around them and it's so so beautiful it's it's a miracle it's so beautiful to watch babies <laughs> so we would stop with my daughter we were walking and we would stop and really see flowers and when she first saw a worm she said this is the most beautiful thing she, it is so beautiful <laughs> and it, it just struck me wow
0: <laughs> it's amazing that joyous and curiosity that comes with the child
2: yes exactly so they are really alive right? like children are really alive and then um a few years ago i learned meditation and my teacher like before doing the actual meditation she taught us two mindfulness techniques and mindfulness again bringing ourselves in the present moment and one was a breathing technique and the other was for one only one minute, this helps so much with grounding and getting uh, in touch with your senses. For only one minute, really seeing what you're seeing, really smelling, um, what taste do you feel in your mouth? Maybe the toothpaste (laughs) or something you ate and really hearing the birds or anything. And this is uh, how she taught me to be able to meditate even in a noisy environment, because you are present and even if you hear noises so i did this i meditate in a park with children for example they can scream and everything and i can meditate because before meditating i do this mindfulness exercise of getting in touch with my senses Um, yeah so this was like the first level let's say the first stage and then i was studying feelings and um trying to see like find the recipe for eternal happiness (laughs)
1: for that. Give me that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is, but it's not as beautiful as feeling alive and feeling all emotions. In fact, so that was another stage. So when studying happiness and um we can actually um find that recipe for happiness because happiness is given by our thoughts like all our feelings are given by our thoughts so by learning to manage manage our mind we can manage our feelings also right and the feelings emotions are energy and emotion in our body and that's what's what's so so interesting to me like being sensual is also feeling being in your body and feeling your emotions and feeling all the emotions right so not just happiness but when you are in pain that you're alive also <laughs> you know, when you have anxiety when anything and uh, we are driven by by our feelings right Uh, We are driven or stopped by our feelings. Again, we may feel afraid of writing a book or starting a podcast like you did. (laughs) And actually, if we think what's the worst thing that can happen, the worst thing that can ever happen is a feeling, right? And if you are connected to your body and you give attention to that feeling, give love to that feeling, like, thank you so much fear. You're trying to save me, like not to die starting a podcast or writing a book will not kill me or going to that job interview will not kill me. Thank you so much. And really being present with it, right? Like this is sensuality also, like being in touch with those feelings with that, with that, it's just some energy moving in your body.
1: <laughs> I see your energy and I feel your energy and how I experience you actually anchor. It's like a fountain. There's so much <laughs> bubbliness, you know, and that bubbliness, if I can say the word correctly, is making me feel a lot of freedom right now. I don't know about you, Magena, but that's the impact of anchors energy on me. Yes, absolutely. And I get so inspired and,
0: you know, it's like (laughs) so infectious and it makes me smile. Thank you for that.
2: Thank you. Well, I think it's common. (laughs) Like It's the energy between the three of us. (laughs)
1: The tone you set for the podcast. Thank you. (laughs) I know you were in a kind of process of reinventing yourself in your life. And we were both curious to know a little bit more about that
2: yes it started when i moved to switzerland because um i grew up in a masculine environment both my parents uh, were engineers my mom was again very masculine a great great woman but she was very masculine very a lot of doing and not being able to manage her emotions right um and in my country i'm from romania um or in my family at least, we saw that you have to be a scientist, an engineer, architect, or maybe a doctor, like uh, being a psychologist or, (laughs) you know, was not accepted. Like that's the thing, uh, that's the job people take who don't have a high IQ. So I had to prove I have a high IQ and I'm intelligent. And I, I got a degree in engineering and I liked it. So I was good at it. But after I came to Switzerland, I. I totally reinvented myself.
0: It's <laughs> amazing. And
2: I, I'm now doing my passion of being a marriage coach. And it all started with my parents, of course, because um, I tried to save them, like starting with 11 or 12 years old. I started reading Men are from Mars, Women are from Venus. Oh, I know that one. <laughs> so, yes. I, so I was very, very passionate, but it was like not available for me, right? And I just totally reinvented myself. Um, I discovered everything, like my femininity. I focused on my confidence, my self-esteem. And I'm a work in progress. We all are. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I gave myself permission to, uh, to clear my shame, my guilt, for, for, I don't know, for small things, right? Well, a lot of courage comes
0: through in your journey. Um...
2: you
0: know, and, and, and seeing as well your truth like what is it that you stand for and my question would be what is it that the hardest thing that you needed to accept in that journey um
2: myself in the present like not seeing that i will be okay one day when one day when i lose the weight one day when i have all the certifications One day when I'll have uh, 1,000 clients, not just 10, (laughs) right? One day when, then I will be good enough. Then it will be okay. Then I will be confident. Then I will accept myself. Then I will love myself. (laughs) I think, uh, yeah, that that was the hardest part, loving myself and loving what is now.
1: (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That just makes me want to give myself a big, oh, (laughs) yes. And let's all, everyone who's (laughs) listening, let's (laughs) just all give ourselves a hug. (laughs)
0: I love that. I love that. It's it's really like so much wisdom in that, being in the moment. Thank you. And you do work with a lot of women, empowering their marriages and empowering them. And I'm making it up, but, but from our experience, you know, having in workshops and stuff, a lot of women tend to come to workshops and not that many men. How do you bring the men mo- much more on board? Like, how do you make the women inspire their men, or what advice do you give there?
2: Yes, that's the beautiful thing, because I don't work with men. (laughs) I know how to do couples coaching, like, for when they are both there, but, uh, of course, like, mostly, because women have higher emotional intelligence, and they want to solve, like, emotional problems, right, they are the ones who tend to look for couples counseling, or couples coaching, on, yeah, so, um, Women or the feminine energy. Again, it can be um, man-man couple or women-women, but one of, to to have an attraction, one is feminine energy, mostly, and one masculine. Of course, we all have both, and we show up differently in different areas of our lives. With my husband, I'm feminine. With my clients, I'm more masculine because I'm like teaching them. (laughs) Uh, So we both, uh, we all have both. Uh, But feminine energy is more powerful in a couple. Feminine energy can influence like how they speak, how they act, what they do with their desires. Uh, This is one big thing. Uh, Women are not connected to their desires, to their pleasure. And when they do connect with that and express that, the masculine energy wants to uh, be the hero and do that, the, the, the desire, right? So they have much more power over the culture of the relationship. They can model and have everything they want just by doing less and expressing what they want, (laughs) really expressing what they want.
1: Wow, so you're teaching them to be magnets actually to each other in a way.
2: Yes, 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 yes. Connecting to their family is one thing, yes.
1: And I'd love to ask you actually Anka, what makes you feel adored, cherished and desired? (laughs) Well, it was exactly what I said
2: that seeing that feminines, so like connecting to this feminine side and um, expressing what I want instead of waiting my for my husband to guess my desires right and then complaining that you didn't do that you did that or nagging him or anything I, I never do that I just say what I want I would love xyz I would encourage anyone who's listening to this and they have a partner masculine partner even if, again it doesn't matter if it's the same sex couple or not so it's it's the masculine partner, just express what you want. <laughs> and one other important thing I remembered, from, I was talking with a client recently, a new client, and she saw that sex is for men. This is what she saw. And this is what I saw also, right? Like sex is for men, something that men want. And actually, women have the only organ made for pleasure, feminine energy, or women, we are made to receive pleasure and i like, i see sex is for me always <laughs> yes yes. <laughs> yes and not so it's not only sexual but everything in life i was made to be given pleasure right and i can express i would love a clean kitchen and i'm i'm the queen i'm, I'm just sitting back and not do it so doing less <laughs> Right, like doing glass sitting sitting back and and expressing what I want so my my husband can do pleasure me even if it's a, with a clean kitchen
1: <laughs> and it oh works
2: I promise <laughs> oh my god that like you know pokes
0: my conditioning so much that's amazing you know it's like because coming from Albania Mm -hmm. you have this very clear traditional roles you know of what a woman is supposed to do and what a man is supposed to do and and you know moving to denmark that was kind of shattered for me whole role change and everything so so that's amazing it's just simply asking yes it's even
2: more than asking is saying that this would give you uh, this would make you happy like a man or masculine energy um, feed their ego by making their spouse or partner happy, right? So when I'm able to make you happy, I feel like a strong man or whatever, like I feel strong, I feel powerful. So just saying what makes you happy, not just asking do the dishes or clean the kitchen, right? Like I would love to, to have a clean kitchen. It would make me so happy. <laughs> like it would make me so happy. Say, say what makes you happy, Go go deep. And if you have a complaint, like what's the desire behind a complaint, right? So if you're complaining about something, it, it's, you didn't express a desire. <laughs> that, that, that's how I see it. <laughs>
1: it. I love everything you're saying here. And you know, I've just got stuck in my head now, the song Express Yourself by Madonna. It's like yeah. ringing through my ears. Um, and I really love what you're speaking to here about women expressing their needs, their wants, what they like, and also the kind of playfulness that we can come from when we do that yes exactly yes and that that is
2: so it's hard for women to do they were not thought to be uh, in connection with their desires like really think what do i want what gives me pleasure like what what are my desires
0: yeah that's amazing (laughs) i'm just going to ask like what's your desire right now
2: (laughs) my desire right now like it is a clinkage my desire because my kitchen is a mess in this moment. And it's all right, I'm, and I'm not ashamed. And this was another thing that my house has to be spotless all the time. And, I, and now I'm seeing if someone comes to visit another woman, she can see that it's okay to have a total mess in your house, right? And then I give her permission to do the same. And I, I put my pleasure first. So again, this is very, very hard, especially for women to do their self care. And for self care, I don't I don't talk about self care like drinking water and exercise. I'm thinking about activities that really bring pleasure. And for most of us, walking helps a lot. For most, for some of us, again, we like. Um, going to the hairdresser I don't like going to the hairdresser so I'm an exception so for me that's not self-care maybe for you it is for me it's not right it's special reading a book five minutes on the balcony with a tea that that's more important than cleaning the kitchen but you have no idea how many women don't give themselves that those five minutes and they prioritize cleaning the kitchen than having five minutes just reading a book five minutes with a tea on the balcony and looking at the trees or hearing the birds.
1: I'm So with you and happy hearts are way more important than tidy homes, in my opinion. <laughs> I need to listen to that more. No, no. I am in the <laughs> healing part. <laughs> oh, it's, it's amazing to talk with you. And I know that you had a quote that you'd quite like to share with our listeners. And Magena and I were getting curious about that. Do you yes. have that a hand, Anka?
2: Yes, so this is the next stage that, that I am in now, and I'm simply loving it. And I will tell you about it yet. So it, it's a bit long. It's from the Book of Qualities, and it's about sensuality. So it was perfect for this podcast. So here it goes. Sensuality does not wear a watch, but she always gets to the essential places on time. She's adventurous and not particularly quiet. She was reprimanded in grade school because she couldn't sit still all day long. She needs to move, she thinks with her body. Even when she goes to the library to read Emily Dickinson or Emily Bronte, she starts reading out loud and swaying with the words. And before she can figure out what is happening, she's asked to leave. As you might expect, she's a a disaster at office jobs. Sensuality has exquisite skin and she appreciated in others as well. There are other people whose skin is soft and clear and healthy, but something about Sensuality's skin announces that she is alive. When the sun bursts forth in May, Sensuality likes to take off her shirt and feel the sweet warmth of the sun's rays brush across her shoulder. This is not intended as a provocative gesture, but other people are, as usual, upset. Sensuality doesn't understand why everyone else is so disturbed by her. As a young girl, she was often scolded for going barefoot. Sensuality likes to make love at the border where time and space change places. When she's considering a potential lover, she takes him to the ocean and watches. Does he dance with the waves? Does he tell her about the time he slept on the beach when he was 17 and woke up in the middle of the night to look at the moon? Does he laugh and cry and notice how big the sky is? It is spring now, and Sensuality is very much in love these days. Her new friend is very sweet. Climbing into the bed the first time, he confessed he was a little intimidated about making love with her. Sensuality just laughed and said, But we've been making love for days.
1: Oh so beautiful and so relatable (laughs) yes um wow i'm holding my heart it again (laughs) took me into my feminine heart actually thank you for that beautiful share
2: and this is what helped me like the last sentence with me making love for days and this is my aim and purpose now to make love with life every day and I'm making love like with having well, having flowers. I didn't use, so I didn't like flowers. Who doesn't like flowers? <laughs> I, I also like reprimated this this side of me, right? Or um, yeah, I just I just wasn't in my body, and I'm making love every day, not to my
1: husband and sexually to life. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think that has to be the title of this podcast episode. <laughs> what do you think, Magena? Yes. That's beautiful, that's really Making love to life. A big, big cheers to that. Thank you so much for being on our podcast today, Anka. It's been enlightening, enlivening, joyful, and so much more to have you here. Um, And (laughs) we're not quite done, are we, Maginna? No, because there is a little
0: surprise now. (laughs) Which is the wildfire round. Are you ready for this, Anka? Yes, of
1: course. (laughs) She's like, what the hell is this? I reckon you're gonna be gay. (laughs) So this is how it goes. You literally have two choices and you select one. Oh, I love this. (laughs) You're up for (laughs) playing. Question one, married at first sight or slow burner? Slow burner for the second question. Naked chef or naked plumber? Ooh, naked plumber. <laughs> Brilliant. Naughty or nice? Naughty. <laughs> she didn't hesitate over that one, did you? No. Question four. Yoni egg or handcuffs?
2: Oh, um, I have to admit, I didn't understand the first one. <laughs> That's
1: okay. So yoni egg is an oval egg-shaped, it can be a crystal that is in- inserted into the vagina, and it gives the sensation oh. of holding something, and then it builds up muscle and contact with this egg, and then it, it can give pleasure. Okay, then this,
2: then <laughs> I'm
1: glad you chose that after that long winded explanation. <laughs> and for our final question stillness or playfulness?
2: Playfulness all the way. <laughs> I cannot sit still like you sound. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much
0: Anka it has been so lovely to have you with us and your energy your joyfulness your love for life it is so infectious so thank you and keep spreading and keep
2: (laughs) keep the great work that you're doing. Thank you so much Sam McKenna for all you're doing for me and all your listeners this is a great gift of your energy and time thank you so much. Mm
1: Thank you for listening to the Untaming Femininity podcast.
0: Join our inspiring tribe of women on Facebook to experience a deeper connection with yourself and to feel the
1: empowerment of female solidarity. Tune in next Sunday for your weekly dose of depth, lightness and heartfelt shares.